Christmas. Almost. Almost. New Year's is just three days away if you're listening to this on Tuesday. If you are listening to it on Tuesday, come back on Thursday on New Year's Eve when I will have another show out for you. New Year's Eve talking about all the things that we got going on here. And I will probably wrap up some of the year and maybe uh, outline a few of the things I hope to do in 2021. Either way, today's episode number 101, which means you can find the show notes at homesteadsandhomeschools.com slash 101. Today's episode is uh, a little different. Um, I've done it before. I've had a, a couple different guests on at the same time, and today is going to be another one of those. Um, not new guests, mind you, all old guests that I've had on before, and uh, I brought them on because they're all they're all doing the same sort of thing and um, all kind of, I think, working towards pretty much the same end goals. Um, you know, a little little different here and there, but uh, for the most part, the same the same things. So um, I wanted to bring them on today and, and kind of just go through some of that, go through some of uh, the processes that we've been going through and get into some of how we're, we're hoping to go forward, how to grow going forward, um, and not just individually, but in our, in our communities as well, and, and how we can kind of develop those things, because those are of vital importance. Um, it's one thing to do all this stuff solo, it's another thing to do it with um, the knowledge that the people around you uh, also feel the same way, and that... Um, you know, you can kind of rely on somebody if you need, if you need help, someone will probably be there. And so we, we talked about that a bit. Go check out homesteadsandhomeschools.com slash Amazon. You can click through and buy your goodies there. I'll get a little bit of a kickback. Um, you know, it helps defray some of the costs of the show. Go over to Patreon, patreon.com slash the Liberty Hippie and, um, help support the show there. I think there's some, some crypto addresses in there. You can send me some, some crypto if you so choose. Um, it's been it's been booming. If you're not sure what I'm talking about, go go listen to uh, the Agris Nexus podcast. They got uh, some some stuff in there. Maybe I'll I'll throw some links in there when they uh, do some of their their crypto episodes. But anyway, moving on. My guests today. Uh, let's just roll with them. You've heard them all before, and uh, we're just we're just gonna go. We're just gonna go. So let's go, let's go sow those seeds of liberty with uh, my guests. So I, I got another another podcast going on. Um, brought some friends along with me, um, and uh, I don't know. There's there's three of them here. Uh, they've all been on the show at some point in time. But I got uh, Nikki Nikki P over there. Uh, Have I been on the show, Ben? Well, it, it, we've thought about it yeah, a lot, sort of. You, but you have. You came on with Lizzie. Did you say? I think you talked with Lizzie. Maybe you didn't. I had Nick's wife on my show. Nick will be on eventually. I'm, I was I was gonna have him on for like show 100, but then like I, I neglected to do so. He may still be because I'm recording this prior to show 100, so who knows? Maybe. <laughs> um, I, and Dag's down there. Uh, yeah, I say down there because you're on my screen down there. And uh, Gonzo, Gonzo's here as well. So we're gonna get into it a little bit. Talk about some of our our things going on this year because I, I think um, it's been a heavy year, and you know I think there's a lot of a lot of progress, a lot of a lot of stuff going on that um, I don't know. I just want to want to talk about. So, uh, guys, thanks for coming on. I, I appreciate it. 
Absolutely. Thanks, and I appreciate you making yeah. eye, con- eye contact with me when you said it's been a heavy year. I, I'm assuming I, you know, it was a, it was a, a low key fat joke, and I appreciate it. That was good. It was, it was, it was so sensitive. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I don't know. So, um, real quick, uh, let's let's start. Um, Kaza, what do you what do you got going on in terms of your like homestead sort? Like, where where are you now? What what do you? If I walked out your your door, what am I? What am I gonna? You you would walk into about uh thirty assorted fowl. Um, I've managed to nail down the breeds that I want to have a breeding pro- program with, and I've uh, started some breeding programs. Um, yeah, I'm I'm gonna be shipping eggs to you know a couple of my buddies that. May or may All not inter- in, in in state, right? All in state, of course. I I don't even know where anybody lives. <laughs> I, I I don't believe in imaginary lines, but um, yeah. So I I've instituted some breeding. I have a plan for raising fish and uh, aquaponics for the spring out of a uh, out of a pool a above ground pool and some raised bed gardens. So do a little aquaponics and grow protein and uh, vegetables in one system. That's, that's the spring. Good deal. Dag, what you got going on, man? Um, Well, uh, homestead wise, we're getting some, getting some more processes refined and everything. It's definitely been a, been a funny year. Uh, I mean, for the most part, good. You know, we actually are sales. We do, we do pasture raised poultry and our sales have actually gone up quite a bit uh, among the, the whole coop thing with people not being able to find food or not want to go out to the grocery store. So we deliver. So it's actually worked out pretty well. Um, on the other side of things, shipping has been a little funny. So we had a hard time getting like turkeys and stuff. So our turkey harvest was a little smaller, which was fine because we only sold two uh, this year. Like people aren't doing Thanksgiving. So it's usually our biggest payday of the year, but we just sold the rest live. wasn't a big deal. Uh, honestly, it was a lot less work. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yes, it is. <laughs> um, but uh, but uh, but no, it's a uh, it, it's been going. We're getting rid of some of our old birds that we've had for like three four years, trying to get things uh, narrowed down. Kind of like Gonzo said, we're kind of breeding program as well. So getting a bunch of different, you know, different separated housing for for different birds. Uh, you know, just just trying to make it come together. We're just coming into season now being in Florida. So we just ordered our first batch of chickens for the year and we're hopefully going to get a garden going now that the turkeys are gone and they won't be getting into it every day. Uh, we'll hopefully be getting a garden going here soon. Yes. The, the, uh, the birds in the garden is um, uh, just the, the bane of my existence. I, I swear. I'm, I'm just going to, anyway. It's very frustrating. It's, it's like some of them are just too smart and they just know how to get around it and they get in there every darn day. Uh, it, it, it's, and if it's not the birds, it's like the goats. I, I opened the the gate to get a horse out the other day, and the goat escaped. <laughs> and the thing ran through the garden. And as it's running through the garden, I'm chasing it. It pulls cabbage out. It reaches down while it's, it's running, bites a cabbage, pulls it out. I'm chasing it, still chasing it. Drops cabbage, grabs another one. I'm like, D- <sighs> one? you know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I know, but yeah, you make me want to get a few, <laughs> dude. I tell you, they um, as cool as they are, they are are uh, containing them. Is, is man, they're tricky, tricky beasts. But uh, yeah, I've heard, Nikki, Nikki, you you guys have sort of started um, 
a little bit more on the the gardens this year, right? Uh, those are kind of newer to you guys, we, or no? Liz has kind of like tried to do some minor container gardening over the past, you know, prior to the coup thing happening, and when that kind of did what it did, it it kickstarted. I'm like, look, start saving whatever you can that'll grow from our our clippings that we you know get from the store for vegetables and. Whatever seeds that you can get your hands on, let's get them in the ground, and then let's start figuring out what the hell we need to do to make shit grow in our backyard. Um, a lot of what we've spent the past year doing is kind of working on creating soil. The The ground that we have up here is basically fucking clay. It's pretty pretty intensely beaten in. So it's been a lot of bags of soil, a lot of... Um, fertilizing a lot of composting and we luckily we for whatever reason liz was interested in composting even before we got into gardening <laughs> so we've actually been doing that for a while um but it's been kind of trying to connect those th- different things right right now uh work on developing it uh, i had a brilliant idea at some point to start using luggage old luggage that people are throwing out because i i have difficulty also wanting to spend a lot of time and effort and energy making the dirt in somebody else's backyard nice because eventually I'm going to have to leave this rental because I want to get the heck out of the city. Trying to spend as much time as we can learning the skills and developing soil that we can eventually take with us someplace in the U-Haul. I think that's, um, there's a couple things there, right? Like uh, all four of us, I think have crappy soil. Um, I know the, the three of us do dag. I feel like you have, Probably sandy soil. It's a beach, uh, dude. Yes, total beach. Yeah. Um, You know, it's curious. I wonder if there's there's good soil anywhere in this uh, this place, or it's all just been beat beat down. There was a lot. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Well, what's funny is we could just we could just send each other half of it. Like you send us your soil, we'll send you some of ours, and we mix it, and we'll get actual decent soil out of out of all. You don't want it. I got I got concrete, brother man. It's like ugh. Anyway, um, I'm going to take Nikki, a, a station wagon full of chicken poop and duck poop, get his compost really kicking. I, I've got no complaints about it. It's, it's, it's <laughs> less money than that bag shit Liz would have to buy otherwise. Right. It is. I, I, um, I picked up a, a little bit of dirt for, um, some like raised bed stuff and, and some pots and stuff. And I, I can't imagine like it, it gets expensive. Um, the, the landfill has, uh, stuff that they compost, I want to say it's like $25 for like a couple, it's like a garbage bed, a garbage truck bed full of it. But uh, some people have said it's it's no good, like, because uh, you don't know what they're composting. And But at the same time, like, hey, you know, free soil is free soil at this point. Give it a couple of years and it'll be kind of wore out. But, um, Compost it on your own. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, and that's it. Like, we, I have been um, for the last really last year um but pretty steadily dumping in like leaves like going out into the woods raking up leaves um and putting them in the garden raking up you know sticks putting them in the garden chicken crap putting that in the garden like all that stuff with your with your leaves how do you how are you composting them for now i'm just i'm just turning them in there's a couple of different ways you can actually expedite the process of making those into soil but you have chickens i mean chicken shit and leaves is like makes the best compost you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it's, and like we i just been like you know we always grow like a uh winter uh cover crop on things you know um and 
try to build soil up with, with that stuff and then break it down and put, turn it back in. But, um, yeah, you know, is what it is. Um, what do you do for a cover crop? This year we got, uh, some daikon radish, some beets and some chicory and, uh, clover. So Ooh, chicory. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to try to, um, pull the roots on them and, uh, use them as, as coffee substitute. Uh, I've, I've tried it once before and it was okay. Um, but it's not terrible. Yeah. yeah. So uh, something we can all pull from that, like all, all three of us, all four, three, four of us. Um, it's a learning curve, right? Like even, you know, Doug, how, how long you been doing this for growing birds? I, and I, I first got the land, uh, in 2014. So damn, it's been six years. That's insane. Um, so like, like six years and, and yeah, I mean, it's just even like my whole business model to start was I was going to grow veggies, you know, organic veggies and ended up getting chickens as a side project, you know, to help with composting really. And ended up just falling in love with the animals. And then I'm like, I look around now and I'm like, I was going to turn the six acres of sand into a vegetable farm. What the heck was I thinking? <laughs> you know, where I've got pasture and like, I can just raise birds. So, so there's that it's learning what works for you. And of course that's going to depend a little bit if you're doing it as like a homestead or if you're trying to be a little more commercial you know, as far as the decisions that you make. Um, but, uh, but, but yeah, I mean, the, the, the best way to learn I found is try something and mess it up and, you know, learn from your mistakes and, you know, then you can just keep building, you know, and you know, when I first started, I was building stuff out of trash, old pallets. And now I'm like buying lumber and making stuff nicer, you know, mm-hmm. but you know, you just got to take it a step at a time. Yeah, man, bro. I, uh, I, I just built a, a pallet barn for the goats. So I don't know. It's like, that looks good, man. I saw that. 12 by yeah. It, it's cool. Um, Except it's it's tall enough that the horses can get in, which is kind of cool, except that um, it's tight when they get in there, and then they get all antsy, and then they spaz out. And you can imagine what a thousand pound animal spazzing out looks like. So I have to figure out how to keep them out. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm going to have splinters and sheet metal everywhere. But uh, so I'm curious... Um, uh, Nikki, you're more on the, the homestead, sort of just grow it for your own side. Um, Gonzo, are you kind of the same mindset? Like when you started doing your your poultry and stuff, is it more just something to put in your freezer, something to put in your refrigerator? Is it something that you're thinking about as a uh, source of income or, or trade or, or something like that? Um, I It started with me for kids, with having children that I really decided that I wanted to get more into the homesteading side of things. I I came from the survivalist side, you know, and to actually have the ability to put down roots. I've discovered that you can do that modularly. You don't have to do it. You know, you don't have to have the place like Nikki says, you know, you can do raised beds in luggage and it's fine and i i brought in the birds to improve my soil number one and to have a protein source this year for my children because earlier this year with the couve nonsense i went into the store and there wasn't eggs and there wasn't meat and it really okay i can have this in the backyard i have the ability to do that so I implemented it and that's kind of how I landed here with, you know, chickens and ducks. Right on. Right on. Yeah. It's a, it's a big spectrum, right? Like you can do all, all sorts of things. And I know for us, we're, 
right now it's just like ours, right? Like we, I don't raise meat for anybody else. I might give a few chickens away here and there for thank yous or Christmas or Thanksgiving, whatever. But um, it is something that I think I personally, like I would like to see more of in, in my life, like expand more into that kind of uh, market sphere of things. Um, you know, whether it's, it's trading or selling or whatever uh, it may be. Um, and it's funny because that's not something that like I, I started out with planning on doing, you know, um, I don't know. So Doug, you started out like you wanted to like actively be a, a veggie gardener farmer. Yeah, it was definitely a, a business venture. I mean, the lifestyle change too, you know, I, um, I, I, you know, it was something I wanted to do, uh, for, you know, I was a, you know, environmentalist and, uh, and, and this and that, and just trying to get out of the city. But, um, but yeah, that was definitely the goal. Um, oh yeah. You know, wrote a business plan, you know, the whole thing. Um, so, uh, yeah, that was, that was, that, that was the goal, but it's, it's really has become just so much more of a lifestyle, especially since, you know, I moved actually onto the property a few years back, you know, then it just becomes a, I don't know. It's, you know, I just see myself being, you know, the, the old man in the rocking chair with a corn cob pipe, you know, and the shotgun, you know, my old age or my, you know, my <laughs> estate, you know, and uh, I'm very comfortable with that. We share the same dream. Nate, what about you, Nikki? Yeah, like, is it more just... Unlike you gentlemen, I have no interest in being a farmer. I've never had any interest in being a farmer. I grew up in the woods, <laughs> and other than running through the woods, I've never really, really liked doing much of the woods. I do not see myself chopping up animals. If, if that ever becomes part of our life, it's going to be out of necessity, and Liz will probably end up doing it, and I will just fellatiate more <laughs> to make it worth her while, I suppose. Uh, that being said, uh, I do feel like it will, in some capacity, have to become a part of our lives. I'm I'm actually personally more interested in like uh, herbs. I really would like to learn some uh, natural medicine. Is something I'm I, I I guess my next project. Uh, the other one that I wouldn't mind doing is, like uh, Gons have already said, I've been really, really interested in aquaponics and was even before like all this went down. It's just something that always seemed really interesting to me. And fish I like cool. fish, so. It's a, yeah, aquaponics, it's, that's always been one, like, on on my list, like, in the peripheral, like, maybe I, maybe I could do that, maybe, yeah, you know. Like, I've never actually pulled the trigger because it's just so daunting, but... Um, I've just heard so, so many good things. I don't know. It's such a beautiful system, how it's just, everything feeds each other. And, you know, but at the same time, it is even a small system is a little bit of an investment. And it's like, there's a few things you got to make sure you don't do to make a mistake. And I'm sure that I will, you know, so I've been a little, because I'm in the same boat. I love it. I've always been fascinated with aquaponics, but I haven't done it yet. I have not been willing to make that investment. Spearco makes it seem so attainable, though. I think it is, but... Like there's, there's a learning curve to it, I'm sure. Um, and I don't know. I feel like it's probably steep. I think I think the thing that puts me off the most about it is like the startup cost, right? Like trying to figure all out, figure out all the like initial how to, where to get your stuff, put the money into it, and then then get it going. That's the exact uh, angle that I took it from. And I got on Craigslist and looked at, um, I found three separate ads within a 50 mile radius of, if you come take down this above ground pool, you can have it like completely free. And 
Okay, that's interesting. And if you have ever been to Ohio and seen the wildlife that will live in our water, <laughs> like I'm not overly worried about being able to go catch fish and and fill a pool. I have some aquarium experience, and I feel like if you can get that ecosystem going, if you and a couple of your fishermen buddies can throw, you know, 50, 75 bluegill and some catfish into a above ground pool that you got off Craigslist, that significantly cuts down your startup cost. Yeah, very true. And look at his hat. He clearly enjoys I'm fishing. A, I'm a terrible fisherman. It's a skill that is on my list to improve. I caught a fish <laughs> <Same>. once. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're panfish. They're bluegill. How, how can you not catch a bluegill, man? Like you spit in the water and they, they hate eat me. that up, man. Well, that's the one I they that's the one me. I caught. I went to Canada and caught like four fish in a week. It was terrible. The Canadian fish. I, mean, I can't stop talking. I can't stop talking long enough to to catch a fish. They, fi- Wait, what? They just keep here. Yeah, they keep hearing the noise. I don't know. That's why I don't hunt either. I, I don't. I don't know what to say to that. I'm sorry. I'm well, I'm you're sorry. quiet, Ben. That's that's the thing. You you can you can hunt because you're quiet. You go in the woods and you hang out there. Fire your weapon. I'll start talking to myself if nobody else is there. Singing, you know, the, the inner monologue. You, you got to do it all inside, man. Well, no, no. The, the singing thing is a genuine problem because I I do it. and I don't realize I'm doing it. I'm just kind of like singing to myself with something. Like, what are you doing? What are you talking about? I, I whistle all the time. My wife like will she just like turns her into a monster, um, and I and I don't even realize that I'm like whistling anymore. I'm like already that seventy year old dude. I'm like, oh man. Um, all right. So I'm curious, what, what are you guys like, uh, big takeaways this year? Like any, any, any big, like, I can't believe I did this or, or big, like, like for us, I know like we, we've done meat birds before, but like for us, like it was a, a big batch. Like I, I actually built a brooder specifically for meat birds. I had a, a space set out specifically for the birds. Um, and usually it's just been like, okay, well, where are we going to put them for now? They're going to go over here where the, you know? Um, so what do you, what do you guys got going on? Anything that was like big, awesome news stuff? Dag, would you, would you, would you do this year? Um, shoot, man. I, I, I don't know. I mean, home, homesteading wise, it's like, it's been, it's been a little bit of refining and stuff. We got a house that was big for us. We've been living in a tiny house for the last several years. We got like a, you know, uh, you know, two bedroom house. So that's been huge. That took up a lot of time and uh, time and effort, but, but um, otherwise we've just been, uh, like I said, we've just been refining some of our systems. Uh, we had last year was our first like full year of doing the meat birds. So I've been sort of taking that experience and trying to, you know, get geared up to do a little better this time, uh, better chicken tractors that don't blow apart in the wind, you know, stuff like that. So just, uh, just some general upgrades. It's tough, man. I know you've had the similar these, these uh, similar problems. Will destroy you. Yeah, yeah. We had a couple bad days, and for the most part, it's been fine. But well, that's all it takes is once. And yeah, yeah. And, and, and I mean, yeah, we found ourselves out there one day. You know, it's pouring rain. We've got these shivering, you know, broiler chickens with no feathers on them yet because I moved them out a little earlier <laughs> than I probably should have. And you know, we're gathering up and throwing them in totes, and you know, setting up this makeshift brooder in a in this chicken coop we have, and it's just like. You know, like my life, you know, five years ago, like I never would have had anything of like that urgency that I'm out there being that uncomfortable, you know, to mm-hmm. save a bunch of 
little yeah. lives, yeah. you know, yeah. and a paycheck, you know, yeah. to make it a little more cold, but it's the truth. Amen. What, what about you, uh, Gonzo? Um, what, what big, big things in your life this year that were kind of like, you got done. It's like, I did that. I did that. I'm awesome because I just did that. Dude. I I'm proud of my birds. I'm proud of the ability to give some, uh, even if it's just a few little breeds, you know, to my friends, I have the ability to pass those genetics on to other people that are interested in it. Man, that's, that's not a small thing. You know, I haven't changed my life that much. I, but I've increased the ability to feed my family and to help my friends. And that's not a small thing, especially in times like these. And it's funny. There's something about that, like genetic thing, right? Like, like sharing, whether it's uh birds, I've not, I've not done birds, but like seeds, you know, like, like I have some seeds that I know, like where, you know, these plants came from the story behind it. And it's like, it's, there's just something there about it. It's like so cool. Um, and I, and I think my, my son has some, um, guineas that are, I think we have male and female and have some eggs from them that I'm happy to share. And it's, it's kind of exciting, you know, um, coming into sort of that, that, uh, thing, being able to share, share that stuff. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a big thing. Green. It is, it is. It's, um, I don't, I don't know what it is exactly. I can't pinpoint it. I don't know why, but, um, for sure it is. There's something there about it. Just, uh, tickles my fancy. <laughs> How about you, Niggy? Uh, well, honestly, all of our big gains this year for us were, uh, it wasn't so much the homesteading type stuff. It, it was just the the reframing of our, our lives in general, kind of forcing us to make changes. Uh, you know, we paid off a car. We paid off a bunch of consolidation loans and kind of pushed money around in a lot of other ways because it, it just became clear that the debt was, I mean, it still is the tool for what we have. It's just another chain kind of holding us back from the freedom that we want to have, the agility that we want to have, and more importantly, like the 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 resilience that we need to have with our daughter and the ability to take care of ourselves and them. So for I think our, our big gain has just been the reframing and focus of what we need to be doing. I think that, that, that like, that's the, the sort of spirit of all of it, right? Like when you start growing things, when you start building things, there is no right way. You don't do it and get it done. Like you do it, it's done. And then it needs fixing. Then it, there, there's a better way to do it that you just figured out the last time you did it. And that's, that's exactly that, right? So it's just reframing of your worldview, I guess. I don't know. And that's exactly what those potatoes said it to is, us. I bet. Did you have to peel them? Those potatoes that did not want to grow. They wanted to, they wanted to grow like crazy on top, but nothing below the yeah, earth. They need, they need more earth. They need more earth. I, uh, I grew some, some ginger and some turmeric this year. Uh, I put it in pots and, um, some of the bigger pots actually, like I got some stuff, the, the smaller, like, uh, probably eight inch pots. Um, it didn't, didn't actually do anything, which I'm, I'm kind of surprised because they, like, the, they have a bunch of roots. They just don't have the tubers. Um, but the bigger pots, you know, just as many, just as many roots, but uh, bigger tubers. So, 
had a. That's kind of what our potatoes. What, what'd did. you grow, man? Lots of, lots of roots, but uh, we grew ours. We, it was uh, we had a metal grate tube that's about like three feet tall and about a foot and a half wide, maybe two feet across. It's like a two foot cylinder, about three feet high. We put them in there, let, let them grow, and oh, dude, they leafed like hell. You know, you throw some dirt on top of the leaves, and every time you see more green covered up, see more green covered up, we did that. And eventually, like, we just ran out of tube to keep going up. <laughs> so we, we left it there and just kind of waited until, you know, the, I think it was 90 days is what they say it was supposed to be. You're too Italian. Try, try, try tomatoes next year. Oh, tomatoes we had no trouble with. Like, those grew like grew like wild. You're not Irish enough, Nikki. <laughs> stop stop growing potatoes, you cultural appropriate appropriation <laughs> person. I don't even know what to call you. We were we were still getting tomatoes like even after it got started getting cold up here. Like almost in a, almost into November we were still pulling p- tomatoes off the off the vine. Right on. They're like these teardrop uh these teardrop shaped tomatoes. Oh, are what color Paste, were they? Paste tomatoes. Were they red? I think they were yellow. Ooh, were they though? They were said the little, done. little ones. I love yellow tomatoes. Really tasty. They're they're like probably about probably like an, a one inch tomato. Well, they, were, they were good. Sweet, yeah. Yeah, I got no complaints. Yeah. That 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 is one thing that like I I love to do. And like we don't get winter down here, so like there's like no no time off like you have up in the north. Like not that you have time off, but like you know it, there's days when it freaking snows three feet outside and you're just waiting for it to stop so you can go shovel and like we don't we don't we actually don't have those anymore haven't you heard (laughs) i'm i'm sorry hashtag out there (laughs) i miss i miss i miss them dearly (laughs) we've got those days man they're in august yeah, I know. We're just like, yeah. I'm not I'm not going you know, outside. That sun's like three foot high out there. No. <laughs> but there's still things to do. Like, that's what's so awful about it. There's still crap to do. Like, I have to go put sunblock on the horse's nose because he's going to get skin burned. Like, dude. Oh. <sighs> <sighs> yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> oh, no. It's a thing. It's, and everything you keep saying is more and more reason I don't want to have livestock. You can get live. Look, as long as your livestock pays you back. It's okay, you know. Um, horses, horses are just expensive pleasure vehicles. It's just a cheap pleasure vehicle. That's all it is. Um, I like livestock. I can fend off with a stomp, you know. So, <laughs> so I like the birds. <laughs> I've I've chased a horse away with a stomp. Uh, the other time I tried to stomp and it didn't work so well. So um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so uh, what? One thing that. Um, that I'm I'm gonna do it because I'm gonna do it because it's my my show and I can um Trump or Biden um uh, who won and and did it matter just a, a yes or no uh, Nikki what will happen um you can go back and listen to any of the points I talked about this on any of the podcasts that I, I'm a part of I can say that the universe worked out exactly as I said it would good answer Gonzo I've been saying since the middle of summer i'd say it was august when that podcast dropped that the ballots are counted before the votes are cast and um there there's a lot of controversy about the uh the mail-in ballots and man i'm an anarchist i don't vote but i have no dog in in this fight but it doesn't look fair is my is from where I'm standing, it yeah. doesn't look 
Does, does it matter? Does it matter? If it was Trump or Biden, would it matter? I don't acknowledge a master. I'm a free man. <laughs> How about you, Dag? Not really to me. No, no, it doesn't. I, I don't care, but I, I do have to say I don't care. But I mean, it's entertaining, you know. <laughs> so, you know, I, I can't lie about that. I do definitely gain some sick pleasure from watching people, you know, freak out one way or the other. Um, but uh, but I, I don't know. I mean, I could think of pros and cons for either or like, but ultimately it doesn't seem like it matters who's president. The state marches on and grows every time, you know, we've got to have whatever a Democrat possibly in there who's been a terrible warmonger, you know, um, I'm Trump wasn't a warmonger until four years ago. So, I mean, he's got that. Yeah, I, 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 uh, I hear I, And I think, um, I'm kind of in, in the same boat, right? Like, um, I, I'm not sure how it all went down. Uh, it, it doesn't, I don't think it's like legit one way or the other, but at the same time, like when's the last time we had a, le- a legit election, you know, um, let's be real. When's the last time the government's done anything competently, <laughs> you know? So um, I, I, I can't imagine that they can do an election. Well, my, my, my beef is that my inner D and D kid is just screaming about the rules. And so <clears throat> I get really upset that, the Democrats managed to hold up Trump's presidency over the whole Russiagate scandal that was obviously made up from the beginning and has since been proven to be made up after the fact, after you know all the memos have been released. And so it seems frustrating to me that Trump doesn't get to do the same thing and hold up Biden's presidency for three years with some crazy criminal, you know. <laughs> he is, though. What do you mean? He he could. I mean, they're going to have to. Uh, I, I, think, say I think it'll be over before <laughs> it'll be over before December. I can't imagine they're going to let him. I can't imagine they're going to let him go around and just be able to talk and like exist, you know, because when he's not constrained by being president, I mean, he's still going to be a person and I don't think he's going to keep quiet. I mean, it's Trump, you know. Oh, no, he will be. No, dude, he's going to be the only thing keeping him on any of the social networks right now is that he is right. the president. He'll immediately be kicked off of everything. But he'll be able to do that's a lot more media. You know, like he can do podcasts or something like that. You know, like he's going to talk to people. But who's going to want to talk to him? He'll do his own who, podcast, gonna man. I'm, I'm going to interject. <laughs> Look at all those losers. <laughs> you did this, Ben. Yeah, I, I didn't even. I kicked the, the nest and I didn't even mean to. Um, I did. I did this. I did <laughs> yeah. this. And really, really, the only reason, um, and this is why I'm a crappy Pod ha- po- podcast host. I was trying to segue into this idea of like it doesn't matter, and I think you all gave that answer. It, it doesn't really matter, and um, yeah. I know. And then then you oh, went yeah, I was just complaining about the rules. Rave, like oh, yeah. this, you know, some, yeah, take my show over. Hey, um, we all have a touch of the autism, man. You can't, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, you did notice a lot of this, right? So my, 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 my question is, this is something that has really, um, in the last little bit, like, um, really come on me. Like I, 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 um, you know, for like the, the evangelicals, right. Like I say, like, you know, they, they feel moved, like God spoke to them or whatever. And like, there's something like, I'm not saying God spoke to me because I don't feel that way. But, um, for me lately, it's really been this idea of like building community. Um, because look, when you, when you watch this Trump versus Biden, like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. In the end, it doesn't matter, right? Like you have a a bunch of 
Republicans that'll that'll vote for a Democrat, right? In, in Joe Biden, or you, you have like all these Democrats that'll that'll vote for a, a neocon in Joe Biden. And here we go, we're we're at the same thing. Everybody wants a neocon. This is what it is. So what do we do? How do we how do we build these communities around ourselves to inoculate? I don't know if insulate is the right word. Right, you, you can't insulate yourself from the outside world. Like there has to be the, the, this ebb and flow of, of. Well, you can you can stop playing the game where America loses and Davos wins. Okay, so how 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 do we build these communities? How do we do this? How do we like take these ideas that that are are clearly important to us? Right, that this idea like how do we and and, and spread it out to the people around us? How do you find people that? Um, Share the same ideals that, that that we do. What have you guys found anything that works? I know. Well, well, you congregate in a house. I can't. You're gonna cough on me nice. and give me the coup, brother. <laughs> I'm thinking Waco, Texas, and then we do we take the skills that we have, which are which are generally guns. Most of us know how to operate firearms, so we can you know kind of work with those. Maybe sell them a little bit. Shut up, Nikki. I, I don't see that out. ending negative. It's gone. It's gone. Is, there any, is there any? Is there any evidence to the? Evidence or wait, wait. Or you know, we could we could go singularly and we could move out into the woods, and then be then be pressured by one of some stranger to show to take an extra inch off of a barrel of a gun. I hear Idaho is beautiful this time of and, year. And you know, be a and and be a and be a good 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 man. You know, to to a person in need. And I don't see that ending poorly either. So. I think we're, we pretty much have the world our oyster. We can do whatever we want, I don't right? Know. I, cause I, I have no idea what you just said. So. <laughs> <laughs> I say go and talk. I, I say go and talk to Childerberg, Childerberg. on uh, on Twitter, and and talk to our boy Jake about uh, so, starting and, and up that, the town. That was something that I saw you and, and Gonzo bouncing around in in the key base earlier. Um, all these different. Places, right? There's, there's Fork Fest, there's Pork Fest, there's uh, Midwest Peace and Liberty. But I, I don't know what it is. Uh, there's Childerberg. There's, you know, Midwest. Whatever Peace there may be, they're, they're they're all over the place. Um, is, is that what we rely on uh, to to find people? Like what what works? Well, I, that's a start. You know, you've got the Freedom Cells uh, organization. You can kind of get in, get get into that and find people. Um, you have to rely on the people around you to help network. Networking is the most important thing. Uh, I think getting in fights with people that don't give a shit and don't want you on Facebook. That's I get upset. Or like, what if you get in fights with people that do like you? They're like, we have to, we ha- we have to, we have to fight for our right to stay on this platform and talk. Why? Nobody wants yeah. you there. They're not going to change. You're going to yell at people and get upset. Stop yelling at people and just go find people that believe what you believe, and then build communities around <laughs> so- that. That's all you can do. Like you're wasting wasting all this money trying to change section two thirty of the the bill, which is gonna by the way make things worse for people if they do that. Just go find a place where you can meet those people, talk to them, and start moving in the direction of maybe getting a couple houses in an area. You know, start there. Maybe buy some property. You know, find ways that you can can consolidate resources and with people that you trust. That's it. That's all. It's it's all boils down to the world wants to move to a trustless society, so you're going to have to f- create your own trust societies. Uh, interesting. I, I, which is, and I think that's like that yeah. that that first step um, is what's kind of kind of intriguing to me, right? Like, what do you mean you meet people at a farmers market? You meet them online? Is there is there like a Craigslist? Uh, you know, 
back alley. Well, like, what was, what was that? Back, uh, I mean, yeah, a little bit all back of the pages, above. Back pages um, for like freaky deaky, uh, get off, so uh, leave me alone people. You know, like what? Gonzo just added me to a Twitter group the other day that I didn't even know existed. And there's people within like five minutes of my house that are, that are in that group. Yeah, well, I mean, Freedom Cells is a thing, like um, like Nikki mentioned, and I've actually I haven't actually done like meetups, but there's several people near me that we communicate and talk and and stuff. And uh, you know, we're hopefully going to do like some meetups. We've met, we've actually made so my wife actually made some you know actual like anarchist friends within a couple hours from us and we go every couple months and go on a anarchist pontoon boat trip, you know, and with a, with a bunch of people. And it's, you know, it's, it's a real hoot, you know, and it, it really does. Once you start doing that, like you almost get like addicted to hanging out with other, you know, people who don't want you to be locked in a cage. It's, it's not even like you hang out and have to talk about anarchy. It's just such a feeling to just hang out and bullshit about whatever and know that, you know, you're on the same plane. So Porkfest, not this past year because we were all locked up, but the year before we went up to New Hampshire. I don't think I saw my daughter uh, maybe a couple times a day for a few minutes. She, would, she wouldn't hang out with me, wouldn't be around us because she just found this other girl that she wanted to go hang out with and they just ran around for days. Um, until I forced her to eat with us, she didn't want to do anything. Meanwhile, I'm getting to getting to watch people talk and getting to hang out with other people. You know, it, I, I, it's the funniest hippie festival ever. Is you're walking around with a bunch of people promoting peace, all strapped with semi-automatic <laughs> weapons and <laughs> on their person walking around, and 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 no one's like, "Hey, what's up, Jim? How's it going?" There was there was a dude walking around in like a leopard print fucking uh, kimono. <laughs> I feel like. With with big aviator sunglasses on, selling not mushrooms <laughs> through through most of the most of the days that we were there, and it was it was just it was so much fun being in a place where just you're you're not 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 in fear you're not afraid that you're going to offend people you're not afraid that people are going to rat you out uh, the the police would come and do their drive through at which point they were let were uh, led very specific places through the area and escorted back to the entrance. Yeah. Um, it, and there's so many different places, things like that. People are doing that more and more now. Uh, I think it's going to become even more imperative now with the whole masking situation, mm-hmm. because, you know, I think there's going to be very few places you can go that are going to be mask free zones. And I think that it's basically going to be the places that our people create. So I'm my my goal in 2021 is strictly to spend as little time around non-ideologically like-minded people as possible. <sighs> Gaza, you got anything to weigh in on on building but, community? And it's so much fun for the family too. That, I was, yeah, well, I was getting at it to say it's the the, the the family opportunities are great too because, dude, it is so nice to not not be afraid of who your kids around that she's gonna pick up something stupid. <laughs> but it's, it's important to remember you know we're talking about you know like grandma like you know, meeting up with other people who might already feel the same way, but you know, we also need to, you know, keep in mind, like, how do we deal with our neighbors who maybe are, you know, like my neighbors probably all, you know, voting for Trump, maybe not the Mexican ones, but you know, like they're, but they're still, I mean, no, actually in your area, they probably, they it, probably was about, it was about 50, 50 from the ones I talked to. <laughs> um, Cause about, about the, the demographics were moving yeah. in the direction that more of them did. Than yeah. didn't. Um, but, uh, but you know, so it's also, you know, you need to learn how to deal with people directly around you, your neighbors and stuff. And, and how do you, you know, it might be easy to get along with them, but yeah, how can you nudge them in the right direction? Because there is always that thing, you know, like, like Nikki had pointed out, like, um, 
you know, you almost feel like maybe you're being judged when you're with people who are, you know, who don't think the same way, but you don't want your neighbors to think you're an insane lunatic, you know, because you believe that maybe the government oversteps a little bit, you know? So I don't know. Maybe you got to be delicate about that. I've been pretty fortunate with my neighbors, uh, but I definitely, uh, honestly, I think, I think that the, your ability to do that is going to be going away. I think you're going to have to move. I think we're all going to have to. Move. I'm. Tr- this is not gonna not gonna cut it anymore. I I, I hope we're wrong, right? But I, I I don't see the Karen thing going away anytime soon. Yeah. So a lot of that might depend on your you know on your on your area too. So I know I'm not gonna be able to stay here. It's Ohio. That's you why can't I'm, stay. In I'm Ohio. not putting down. It, it, it doesn't matter who you are. <laughs> oh no, no. I I don't know where I'm going necessarily yet. I'm going to be looking for five acres somewhere though. Hey, you got a mule. So, it wasn't it wasn't you guys that brought this up the other day about about like the whole twenty acres and a mule thing, and I and I did talk about my wife as yeah, a sharecropper and like her and her. So she she should be the one to tell the story. It was her dad's family. Yeah, come come back. We'll we'll get her on and and she can tell her sharecropper story. And none of them wanted to be. And guess what? They were given the land, and none of them wanted anything to fucking do with it. This is that, that's totally a conversation her. for free market screener to, to I think get into that even deeper. But Gonzo, what are you saying, bro? Sorry. Uh, I was just going to say that you just in your podcast have built community in the past year because I met Nikki P through you and i was fortunate enough to be able to spend a day with him his wife and his daughter you know just hanging out as humans and discussing philosophy and eating i'm gonna be bugging him more in the next year he just doesn't (laughs) you know i have made friends with daggerist and you know, his network all, all through this podcast that we're, we're talking on. So, you know, just you, you would be amazed the exponential effects that a small effort can make. You just have to come out and make, I guess is the point I'm trying to make. I don't even tell people to go to, like, I I got rid of my discord and all that stuff. I just tell people to come hang out on Keybase in your group. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of good it's been doing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no i th- and i think it's true and like and that's and it's it's tough because that's something right like there's a lot of that online like the people i know the people that i've come to know over the last like year year and a half and like you know i i, I feel like i got to know them and if i met them at a bar like we'd be friends um but at the same time like like i was saying how 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 do i bring my neighbors in Right. How do I like when it's like in my direct contact, you know, the people that I'm going to have to call because something happened at my house and, you know, the fire department's 20 minutes away and the cops are half an hour away. So like, who are those people that like, and how do you bring them in? Right. How do you, and I think like, you know, we've, we've been building on some of that. And I think like you guys mentioned that the freedom sells things and like, you know, even to the, to the point of, moving you know you you vote with vote with your feet and and to some degree that's like what we did you know um i grew up in new england i i love upstate new york it is absolutely beautiful uh i i lived in vermont for four years it, it is absolutely beautiful but um you just gotta say no did you did you listen to tasting anarchy today i did not 
their newest episode, they were talking about talking to this dude who uh, does finger works for Finger Lakes Wine or whatever it is up there. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I was just like, they're talking about the Finger Lakes area, and I'm like, ah, home. I know. They're like, right? oh, it's, I hear it's real beautiful in the fall, and I'm like, God, and there's nothing more beautiful in the fall than. And, and I and I don't know is that is that something like everybody everybody feels or is it just that like New England is that freaking beautiful and, and you know screw you you think I'm saying New England New England includes upstate New York and if you say that it doesn't you have no idea what New England is um, like parts of you know upstate New York is is totally different it's not downstate but you gotta wonder is that, is that anyway this is totally tangential because I'm. <laughs> romanticizing new york which i should never ever ever do um, <laughs> i know i know anyway um <laughs> well if i can if i can answer the question you might have been alluding to yes yes please <laughs> um, talk because i don't know a, what i'm saying what what one of my favorite uh, things to do especially like with your neighbors and stuff is i try to curry their favor with gifts of food that i have grown and produced so even if they're just somebody i see from time to time maybe once or twice a year i'll swing by hey how you doing here's a chicken you know remind them hey you need anything come holler and if nothing else they'd be less like less likely to hate you <laughs> you know but Smart. but i you know i i it, it actually is where most of my neighbors are really i barely know but when there's trouble like hey man i'm out of town and so and so you know said they saw someone you know, on my property, you mind going and checking it out, you know, shit like that. You know, they, you know, they kind of really, really trust you with stuff. And it's, it's, it's important to have that trust with your neighbors. Like I've had bad neighbors before neighbors I don't get along with, and it is just a nightmare, you know? So it's, you it's, teach people how to treat at the same time. There's only so much you can do about yeah, your neighbors. You teach people how to treat you. If you come at them as a charitable, decent human being, chances are they'll come back at you the same way. And it's important to remember that don't expect a better human upon meeting someone you have to project like, look, I am a worthwhile, decent human being, regardless of what my beliefs may be, regardless of my religion, my politics, or, you know, any of that, I'm going to approach you like a decent human being, a charitable human being. You'll have better results than if you care in them, man. That's always been my approach. Seems Correct. Yeah, I like that. Well, I don't like to start at douchebag eleven, but at some <laughs> yeah, point you got to fill me in. You got to fill me in. I, I'm not it's sure what that they is. Need, they need to know. Different. They need to know. Like, I, <laughs> like I, I will feed the tuna fish sponge to their cat. God, didn't we? <laughs> oh goodness! <laughs> you, you don't know that move. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> So it's not really digestible. It's like giving a plastic egg to a snake. It's just it's just mean, cold hearted. It's a what, fucking Ohio like was soaking a sponge in tuna fish juice. Is that what's happening? What's that? Are you just soaking a sponge in tuna fish juice? Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Ohio is oh. ruined. You get out. <laughs> you gotta go. <laughs> not We're saying, gonna set the whole fucking lake on fire. You've got to go, bro. <laughs> well, I could set their I could set their lake on fire. What? From this show, we have learned that um, the best way to to start community is not by giving your neighbors cats sponges soaked in tuna fish. So 
thank you for your your Look, input. The, I appreciate the, the it. The best way um, to start community is <laughs> is them not giving you reasons to. And 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 mind you, I would probably I would probably grab the BB gun before I went for the cat, anyways. Holy fuck! To shoot the neighbors, <laughs> maybe break a window. <sighs> There was something I was going to say that's totally gone. And I totally, totally Jesus. forgot. But um, I'm, I'm, I'm a pod it, 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 That's all it is. If it, if it doesn't reach 15 quick enough, I will, I'll make sure we, we jettison it there. <sighs> I, I blame Ben. I blame Ben for this. I, I, I have. I'm, I'm, I'm very uh, meek, meek mannered. Um, I don't have a, a strong fist, and. Um, it just it oh, is it is what it up. is, you know. And and when I have guests on, they just run over, and it's not my fault, you know. People don't know how to control themselves. Um, but let let's let's go through Sorry, the <laughs> let's go through the rundown. Uh, Dag, wait, 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 where can we go to find all of your your goodness, your your unicorn meat, and um, everything else? <laughs> well, um, I uh, I'm a daggerist on you know social media and whatnot i co-host the agoras nexus podcast i do some writing for them they're a really excellent group uh, i'd recommend everybody check them out a lot of really good content uh they also have a business directory and stuff so if you have a liberty-minded business and you want to list it for free head on over there and do it um and i don't know that's about it check me out on the homesteads and homeschools uh keybase group uh, maybe i'll put a link in the show notes that i don't know it's tough to find <sighs> Gonzo, where you at, brother? <laughs> you <Yeah>. just <laughs> using fancy words. <laughs> Gonzo, where you at? You just started a podcast, you, yeah. you fancy man. I do. I have a brand new, like, shiny podcast. It's Escape to Autonomy. We discuss a lot of what we've just been discussing in this podcast. Um, you can find us at Escape to Autonomy on all social media. I'm Gonzo. You'll find me at Gonzo01201. My opinions are uncensored and not as friendly as my podcasts. <laughs> uh, how about you, Nikki? Where are you at, brother? I just go to nickbacone.com and you can find out all the stuff that I do. Where I talk about, you talk about music cats. and environmentalism and Christmas stuff. Talk about sponsors. Sponges. No, no, not at all. He looks like a cat person. I have a cat. Enzo's wonderful. Everybody talks about like all, all the deaths that COVID has caused through like suicide and job loss and whatnot. Like our cat was supposed to get spayed and it got put on the back burner. And now I have five kittens. And that is all thank you to COVID. And that that is why we should it's just all this is, is just <sighs> That's why you need some sponge and tuna fish. Is that what you're saying? Man, that's terrible. <laughs> They did not ask for that. You should never do something that horrendous to an animal. What kind of a monster would do something like that? All right. Well, that's the show. So here I am back by my lonesome. I hope you guys enjoyed that. It was uh, it was an enjoyable event to um, record, and uh, hopefully we can do some things like that in the future. Um, wouldn't mind doing something like that um, with with maybe some some homeschool people that um, you know are really working on on that sort of end of things. I I don't know. I don't know. If you hated it, let me know. I'd love to hear from you. Homesteads and homeschools at gmail.com. Find me on Twitter at hs and hs pod. 
and uh, let me know. And if, and if you liked it too, I'd, I'd love to hear that too. Um, and if you have ideas for future shows, things you want to hear me talk about or hear guests talk about, I'm, I'm open to that as well. I think that's pretty much it for today. Go, go bring your neighbor one or three beers, you know, go, go make them a, a casserole and bring it over. Make, make friends with the people around you. Cause when it, when it comes down to uh, brass tacks, as they say, that's, uh, that's, what's going to matter. Your, your immediate surroundings. Get out there, guys. Sow those seeds of liberty. We can all reap sheaves of freedom together.